Hi guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Talking Stick. With Johnny Nito and Yendi Nito and Jackson and Yanessa will be around. Yeah, they'll be coming in and out. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, this headband that I found some fabric that I forgot I had. And um, I just did a sample today of the headband to What's see how they look. I don't know what I'm going to call these yet, but let me know if you guys like it. And then I'm also having a giveaway. Um, I was going to show you guys what's in it. It's like three adult masks, one youth mask, two wristlets, and this mesh bag to put your mask, socks, headbands in <laughs> so you don't lose them in the washer. But um, but yeah, I'll take them out if I can um, a few minutes or maybe towards the end. I'll just show you guys what's in it, but I'll be posting that soon. How soon? With more details today. Today? After the podcast. Okay, cool. I'll show. Um, I'll post it so that you guys could um, enter for the giveaway. Check it out. Some goodies in there. Some goodie bags. OIT clothing. All right. So we have a guest today. Let me get that situated. So today's guest. Um, she'll correct me if I'm saying this wrong. Zipatli. We'll have her introduce her. On right now. She's on there. No, but when she comes on. Did you invite her? Hi. What up? <laughs> Did I say your name right? Um, I couldn't hear it when I was connecting. Oh, okay. Wow. I said Zipatli. Yeah, Zipatli. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just setting it up here right now. We just had like a little introduction. Just a, uh, talking about the podcast and I have a giveaway. There's some headband. Yeah. Um, but are you ready to go? I'm ready. You ready? All right, yeah. Let's okay, go, for it. go ahead. So, checking into on the podcast, episode 13 again. My name is Johnny Nito from the Tule River Tribe. I'm Yendi. I'm Cachiquel Maya from my mom's side, which is in Guatemala, and then I'm Mexican from my dad's side. And today's guest is, is Zipatli. Uh, and you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, what's up, everybody? What's up, tribe? Um, my name is Zipatli. Most people, um, it's easier for them to call me Illigator. That's my hip-hop name. Mm. It's a, a name that a very, very dear brother of mine uh, gave me when we recorded for the first time together. Mm. Um, he's in McLan, so shout out to Post Stone. He's the illest. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's the one that gave me that name. And um, yeah, like um, the bio said, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm an unschooler. Um, I'm an advocate for natural conservation. And um, community intervention worker is my, my nine to five. Cool, cool. Oh, community. That I'm working on transitioning okay. out of so I can pursue other, other things. Nice, nice. Yeah, I seen that. Um, um, I'm sorry, I just lost it. Um, I wanted to talk in, into a little bit more of the wildlife comp conservation advocate and intervention worker those are pretty cool like i've never heard of that yet and like i would like to just know a little bit more about that but um but um let's just go ahead and start it off um in your in your bio you say that you're nawal in maya yes um, and um you're a mom uh you're an unschooler um, rapper um i also wanted to ask you um what is unschooler does that mean that you're um, homeschooling your daughter? Yeah, it's it's homeschooling, but it's um oh, cool. it's a different option that um, we have now where um, you can actually register as an independent like as a private school, and you can choose the curriculum that you're gonna give your kids. So cool. basically, you know what I've been doing with my daughter. I I started off. Um, homeschooling well with the with the group of unschoolers as well um we were doing a lot of activities as like um planting you know planting seeds um, making seed bombs um just learning you know about animals just sometimes just having um game nights so that the kids could like interact with each other and stuff like that so that's how it started and then um i believe in second grade it's when she finally went to a, a public school Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took her a couple months to catch up with the reading, but, you know, she caught up right away. And then um, cool. uh, it, last year, we just had like a lot of issues with like um, our housing, you know, so I, um, I pulled her, you know, I had to pull her from school because we were moving around. 
And then um, I actually signed up for a homeschooling service, which um, they give you all the books, all, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. You just kind of got to check in and follow the curriculum and everything. But um, it ended up kind of not working for us because even though it was a very gentle curriculum, like they said, like, they were honestly like, um, like still, you know, it was a st still like the colonial narrative, you know? Oh, okay. You know, when it comes to like Thanksgiving, you know, the, mm. the arrival of the Spaniards, all those things. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it just wasn't enjoyable to <laughs> participate uh. in those things. And, you know, I, I felt like it was kind of taking twice as long to like break down what it was that they were oh. trying to say with those things and then yeah. teach the truth you know what, what oh. we know from mm -hmm. you know our tribes and our elders and mm -hmm. what we know from our culture so mm -hmm. i thought it would be a better option to just pull her from that completely and just take full responsibility again and you know i registered again like a private um private school and um you know, now my daughter's kind of, you know, we're running our own program, you know, she, uh, cool. she spends a lot of time with my mom. She's actually with her right now. Okay. Um, she has her own business. My daughter's 11. Um, my mom has her own business and my daughter helps her with like payroll and like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> in interact, you know, because they, um, they have animals and, you know, like fruit. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah. So they're teaching her, you know, about like all the animals and like mm -hmm. the importance of like, um, I don't want to say customer service, but um, uh, like uh, human, you know, human relations, HR. Customer relations. Yeah, all those things. So. Um, That's cool. And with the animals too, like caring mm -hmm. for them and um, that, you know, that you could connect with them, that they're mm -hmm. like, they have their souls too, their spirits, like their personalities too. They That's cool. Do. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good good for her i've thought about homeschooling my daughter too but i still keep going back and forth on it mm -hmm. and because i work from home too it's mm -hmm. like do i send her to school no i don't want her to go to school like well will mm -hmm. i have time you know it's just like a thing going back and forth that i'm gonna have to choose soon because she's gonna be going to preschool soon but yeah, thank you for your input on that yeah. And to any, you know, parents watching or anybody that's interested, if they want more info, they could um, DM me and I can send you guys the information as to like how to um, either the homeschool program that provides the curriculum or how to register. Like, uh, oh, okay. Somebody asked what cities are these schools at? Um, city, San Fernando, um, Mesoamerican. Do you mean um, the public, the public schools or where she got her curriculum like her packages or the information on the okay so the public school she was in um LAUSD in an LAUSD school and then um the homeschool curriculum um is I lead and you can access that online okay and just go online and then you know um any one of the representatives emails you and then you just kind of take it from there oh, okay mm -hmm. and it, I lead yeah I lead schools it's called I lead okay mm -hmm. um and um, when did you start rapping or? Uh, Ooh. Um, and what do you rap about normally? Like, what do you speak on? Well, I, I remember the, like the first, um, the first few things that I started to write was when I was like, probably like 15. And uh, what I would do is I would just kind of like, like rhyme or rap over like, you know, existing songs, you know? And mainly I would just rap about emotions, you know, like just things that I was going through. Um, things that I was feeling, you know, that in retrospect, I see that, like, damn, I was dealing with a lot, <laughs> you know. I was dealing going with back on it, huh? Going yeah. back and listening? Yeah, you know, and just thinking back of, like, growing up and it was just very unstable and just, like, so for me, that was just kind of my outlet, you know, just writing rhymes and just whether I wanted to feel good or whether I was kind of feeling down, I would kind of like explore that. And then um, uh, little by little, it kept growing. And then I think the first time I recorded something, I was like 19. And um, what did we rap about? I think we rap about. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> what you were feeling, what you were going through at that moment. <laughs> they were like, you know, dude, can you do a hook? You know, and I was like, sure, you know. And um, so ever since then, I've just been kind of working on my craft. I'm I'm 36 okay. now. I just turned 36 in January. Oh, wow, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> And um, but I've been working on my on my craft for a while. And, um, you know, the first project that I put out on 2018 is actually songs that are like eight that were like eight years old at the time that I put them out in 2018. Oh, wow. You know, um, that's why it's called Old Fire, you know. And for me, it was really important to kind of like start off my my music journey talking about um my identity you know um i have a song that's called stone woman and it talks about you know our native women and how we're still here thanks to them you know thanks to the fact that um they survived and their knowledge is written in stone and we have their face and we have their blood and like you know we're still here so you know for me it was important to um have that as my foundation in music mm -hmm. And, you know, the second, um, the second EP, Ionized Funk, that was a little bit more, I mean, it was still introspect. That was actually songs that I think um, I wrote mostly after like medicine journeys, you know, oh. was, it's more like exploring kind of like a little bit more of like, like, what's your calling, you know, like, um, mm -hmm. there's a song, um, Que es lo que buscas, you know. Uh -huh. So it's like asking myself and, you know, asking whoever listens, like, what are you looking for? You know, like, what are you looking for in life? Are you making like any steps towards like a bigger goal or are you just kind of going with the flow? And there's another song called oh. Secret River, which, uh -huh. is, which is about, you know, finding a place either in nature or within yourself that's like a sanctuary, like somewhere where you can be yourself you know somewhere where you can heal and think and um the the last song was about uh duality which was a collaboration with um you know my brother uh, Yao and that one is about how things are temporary and eternal at the same time you know like if I say how beautiful you look today you know it's like it's just that moment but that something that you could remember and it could like you know, it made you feel good and that it could like, you know, echo through that. And it's like, um, again, just kind of asking those questions, like, what are we doing to um, embrace the the now and think about what's next and like a long lasting like vision? You know? so, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. So and I see that you've incorporated like, through your song, you've been able to like spread the word or help and like also bring back the our ancestors or um, share the word that's like, what are you looking for? You know, like speaking more, more lyrically there, there's like secret messages, like good, like things for you to think on. Yeah. That, um, that we can carry on, take it on and really think about it. That's cool. I like that. Um, so you said that's something that you're still working on. And where can people find your music at? All well, platforms. All yes. platforms. All right, guys. All platforms. And what can they look you up under? Uh, the e ECS is probably Illigator. The Illigator. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, Sipakli the Illigator. But the, you should be able to find me if you type uh, the Illigator. Okay. Illigator. That's I-L-L-G-A-T-O-R. I-L-L-A-G-A-T. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Alligator. Cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also looking at um some of your posts, and I saw that you made uh you were making some tea, and oh. you're and so you're also doing like some natural teas like to help within your body or your your mom and your daughter, right? Can you touch in a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. Well, um. You know, I feel some of us, you know, that had the the blessing of having our, our grandparents, you know, like a lot of times we, they drop knowledge on us and sometimes we don't realize it to like, mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. and for me, that's part of it. You know, my grandma would always tell me about like um, the herbs and, you know, she'll, when we would take her on walks, you know, she would show me what was for what and 
Oh, cool. that and you know what herbs you can um put in alcohol and you know uh, make it like for your muscles and things oh, like yeah like to rub it on after yeah oh, okay you know all kinds of all kinds of different things and then um you know last year you know with the pandemic and everything um i was supposed to go full time and i i couldn't you know right because it was right around the time i was supposed to make the transition and um I then again with everything that was that was being said and you know how important it it um it became clear real quick that it was very important to like take care of ourselves you know so um just started making some teas and sharing with friends and um just kind of um people liked it so I was like well maybe I can make you know some extra you know little extra mm -hmm. the herbs that I know you know which is a, a little bit I'm not super big but the herbs that i do know how to use like i know how to blend them and um mm. you know give you like kind of like a desire effect you know like if you want like a mellow one if you want kind of like a little bit of a vibrant one you know and oh. uh, the same thing with the um with the herbal baths you know so um yeah it's just a lot of the knowledge that my abuelita dropped on me that was there you know and it's just through going through life it just kind of came back and mm. you know um i haven't made any yet uh, in a while to sell oh okay but you know if anybody wants some like you can like, you could hit me up <laughs> and now is the tea usually just like um to drink or what what benefits um uh, do your teas do like what do you specialize in yeah yeah like um I mean, I guess you can use the blends for, like, you could use it for, like, facial steaming and, and things like that. But say if um, you were to ask me for, like, a, mm -hmm. a facial, um, like, a blend, I would probably uh -huh. go heavy on certain mm -hmm. herbs that I know are, like, stronger, you know? Like, I would probably go heavier on, like, the eucalyptus or maybe, like, some oregano, you know, to, like, detox oh. as opposed to, like, if you want... Mm -hmm something mellow you know i probably would go very light on the oregano to provide like some extra like you know like immunity and then i would probably put more like mm, maybe like manzanilla you know maybe some lavender um some rosemary lemongrass you know so it just kind of d depends on like oh okay you know, yeah what, what, what folks what want the oh okay got you mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. nice um and also, you said you're a wildlife conservation advocate. What does that What does that mean, or what do you do with that? Well, how I see it is, um, you know, using the resources that we have, and the time that we have, and opportunities that we have to talk about wildlife. Mm -hmm. um, I just moved out of LA, so um, now I live, you know, up here in the mountains. But um, when I did uh, live in LA, I mean, even in the city, even in Boyle Heights, like I've seen bobcats, I've seen mm. you know, coyotes. Um, yeah. I mean, the me and uh, two of my, you know, really dear brothers, we saw a puma in uh, Malibu, you know? Aww. So there's really like, there's wildlife everywhere. They're out there. <laughs> yeah, out there, you know, and a lot of times, you know, they get into trash, they, you know, like the little birds, they eat garbage, they eat like cigarette butts, all kinds of things like that. So how I use um, my time and my platform uh, to advocate for that is to, like when I'm able to capture like a wildlife encounter, like how I, um, I've shared with the bobcats, mm -hmm. um, I like to share them to, so that people can see that they're, that they're there and how beautiful they are and that they're really close to they're really close to us, you know, even, even in the city. And one of the things that I did, which was actually like an activity um, for my daughter and I unschooling was making um, bird feeders. Oh, cool. And yeah. We made bird feeders with um, like old, you know, like when you buy like a guacamole or something like that, you uh -huh. know, and we just use some sticks and some, some string and we made like these little bowls so that the birdies can come and like, oh on the little sticks and uh, we will buy uh, seeds from the dollar store and fill it up and then give them water as well oh, cool. and, and then another tip I also try to um, support causes uh, in particular one of the ones that I really love to talk about is um, 
the um, P22, um, I think, I don't know if it's a foundation, but um, P22 is the Puma of Los, Los Angeles. He was like the biggest Puma, like they photographed them um, by the Hollywood sign. And basically there's this foundation uh, named after him that teaches people how to um, use different alternatives other than rat poison to like their pest problems and <laughs> things like that. Oh, because other animals can get into yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah, because there's if if you put rat poison and then a rat eats it and then a hawk eats it or oh. you know, a bobcat eats it, it's a chain of poison. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they teach folks about um oh, okay. just different options, you know, different things you can do, different like different um non poisonous traps you can set or non toxic um uh-huh foods that you could give them so yeah so that's um mainly how I do and then just um I mean I have an altar like out in the back um where we have like a big like like, well like a hill and I put water right there like a bowl of water so that the animals in transit can like stop by and drink oh that's cool yeah so that just you're learning, but also trying to educate others to be more conscious about what we're using, how we're doing mm-hmm. it. You know, there mm-hmm. are animals out there that we may not think are around, but we just may not see them because, of course, mm-hmm. they're not going to come out when everybody is out. Mm-hmm. At night or um, people might just get scared when they see them and they don't know how to react because they've never seen an animal and they don't want to just, That's- like, it's so sad when I see on the news, like, if there's a cow or something, that escape from somewhere and all they want to do is just shoot them but no they're scared they're running away to just escape from a slaughterhouse and they're just like running scared and um they just need to try to uh, get it safely and then like take it somewhere same thing with like dogs like a lot of them are scared because of the situation they're in and pe- people um what is it like say that they're um aggressive or that yeah and that you can't correct it but you know a lot of people may not know that no they're just scared or they they're not yeah. aggressive they're just in that a situation that they're not used to when they're just like on fighting mode i guess or yeah so me from the res is rounded up messing around <laughs> <laughs> take it with us yeah okay. i mean one of one of the things that that i've that i found pretty much every time that i see a wild animal like you know like the bigger ones like hey Richie joined <laughs> so he can vouch for the fact that when we saw the the puma in Malibu mm-hmm. um you know they tell you to go like ah you know and like scream and make yourself oh, uh-huh. you know um every time I've seen a large animal like that um I've never um <coughs> never seen that they're aggressive you know <coughs> um they usually just like stop and they read you you know uh, and they, you, they bounce or they're like walking by cautious maybe yeah like what's uh, up you know, like, <laughs> like what you gonna do huh yeah like last time um uh, well about a week ago i was walking out of, out of my house i was uh-huh. walking out the door and um all of a sudden it was probably like two yards away from me this bobcat jumped right in front of me because it was hunting a rabbit, you know, oh. and, and it missed, she missed, you know? And um, I just stood there, I saw her and I just stood there because I didn't, <laughs> I wanted to like look at her, you know? <laughs> I was just like, and she kind of looked at me, she was like, should I run? Do I have to run? And I was uh. like, I love you. Like it was the only thing. <laughs> but I love you and she just kind of looked at me like, all right, you know, <laughs> she just, <laughs> you know, she just um, got on her way and, you know, started, um, she didn't even run away, that's what I'm saying, like, she just kept walking and uh, just, I guess, uh, sniffing around or whatever, but she didn't run away, so uh, that's what I'm saying, they, they're very intelligent, and they're just, mm-hmm. they're so in tune with energy, you know, and I mean, every time I see one of those animals, I feel like they just look at me, you know, even when you see a hawk, you know, uh-huh. and they make eye contact with you, you're like, ooh, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so I just, I've always loved animals since I was little, and, you know, the, 
it's, it's really unfortunate how they lose so much all the time, you know, because of sometimes unnecessary things like, um, you know, I've noticed gr living in Boyle Heights for so long, um, the city will cut down the trees every summer. And it's like, mm -hmm. when we need them the most, like when the birds are nesting, when there's babies, like, you know, so it's all those things that like, I hope eventually be able to um, be in a position to advocate for that on like a more, you know, direct action base. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you know, I'll get there, you know, little by little, you we know. We can all do something small in between. Yeah. Be a little more con, I can never say conscious. that word, conscious. conscious. Conscious about the animals, try help in small ways so we can't do it that big. Um, That's the test. No. Um, that reminds me of a story when, okay, so I grew up in LA and then I moved to the res with my husband, which is between Fresno and Bakersfield. And we live up on the mountains. And yo, they met I'm like, oh, what's over there? The dogs are barking crazy. Like, I've never heard them bark before. I was like, oh, let me just see what's over there. And then I'm going over there in between the bob wires, like going through. And then one of my dogs followed me. And then I'm like trying to look through the bushes. I'm like, what is that? Is that a cow or um, a horse? And then like. She's then, on her own outside. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm by myself. He's she not home. Her. My, my father-in-law is sleeping. And so I'm just going out there like, oh, let me go be in, be in the nature. And then like, once I get close enough to look, it's a bear. I was like, oh my God. And I, I just froze. I was like, because I don't know what to do in that situation yeah i didn't know i was like okay wait i don't know my survival survival skills i don't know what to do and then i was like i just black, yeah black bears up there and yeah. then um i was just like okay uh let me just back away let me just go and then like he or she didn't move didn't do anything i was like ah. yeah. I, I wasn't gonna do anything so then i was like okay let me just back up slowly and mm -hmm. then i just backed up slowly grabbed my dog and then we just went back home and then that was it they didn't react, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't do anything, and so then we just left it at that. I was so scared, though. I, I told my father, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a bear out there. He goes, oh, okay, that's fine. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, they're fine. They always come down, like, they're okay, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I was so freaked out, but he was like, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, no, they, they carry big energy for sure, and, uh. You know, I'm, there's always a risk for sure that they might be feeling some type of way. But um, I don't know if you saw that video that came out last last year at some point of the guy that ran into the puma that had um, the baby like, well, the, the puma started chasing him, right? So he had to scream and he had to run away. Oh. But, but the fact is that he saw the puma and he didn't like respect her space, you know what I'm saying? And there was a baby right there. So she had a baby oh. right there. So they made eye contact and he kept walking. Mm -hmm. So the mama was like, hey, you know, so she like she chased them for like five minutes or something. And he was just like screaming and like cussing at her and stuff. And he did get away. But that was his bad, you know, because like I feel like in those moments when we encounter them, um, if we, you know, of course, encounter them far enough, that's like, OK, that's a wild animal let's you know mm -hmm. he's like okay acknowledge them you know either i back away or you know let them walk away or whatever you know but always we have to like respect them you know first mm -hmm. because you know like you said she was a mom she was probably just protecting her baby and she was on like protection <laughs> mode unless it's a res dog you got a couple rocks in your pocket <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a little feisty yeah. that's crazy but um yeah we should all just be a little more conscious about it um try to help out the animals feed them in small ways that you can um, like you said you did the bird feeder or pick up your litter don't trash if you're going out in nature just keep your trash with you because a lot of the time these animals will eat it and then their digestive system doesn't know how to break it down and they die of sickness um so everyone should just should just keep that in mind um mm -hmm. you know nature is beautiful but let's try to keep it clean and um definitely keep the area clean because you're just visiting that land for a little bit and um mm -hmm. if you respect it it'll give you that good medicine um 
and you'll go home with a clean conscious yeah you'll feel great and um if i may real quick on on that note um mm -hmm. last year um i was able to organize a clean up with a, a group what is it the east 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 fork east river fork i believe um mm -hmm. but uh, they do uh cleanups constantly but that's something that folks can do as well you know you can organize a cleanup with your community uh, i'm sorry my phone Oh, uh, was my phone told me the batteries, but um, uh, you can you know <laughs> something and you know uh, we would either join a cleanup or when we organize like our own, it was the best feeling because you see the difference you know and you know I feel like it makes it even feel like a little bit more like home you know, like you know um, something that stays with you so the next time that you go out you're more conscious of like picking up your stuff or like picking up other people's stuff even like even if it's not yours you know yeah yeah that's crazy but um that's cool that you've done that and that you're advocating for wildlife um and if we can switch it up for a little bit i want to learn more about um you say you're a intervention worker mm-hmm what yeah. is that? What do you? Because she needs a lot of intervention. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you. Really my phone. Not. My phone's glitching. <laughs> but um, intervention. Um, what it? What my job consists of is um, working with with the with the community that is mainly like gang related or that has some type of um, that's in the reentry process. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. Okay, yeah. I have a friend that does that too. Yeah, so, um, you know, intervention mainly, um, well, my, my position is working with uh, young adults. And what I do right now specifically is I uh, remove their tattoos. I'm the, I'm the oh. laser tech. Yeah, oh, cool. um, yeah, I'm the laser tech and the, and the case manager. So I work with a lot of folks that are either, you know, coming out of incarceration um trying to re-entry into the community or youth that has that is gang you know actively you know involved in gangs that may need a little bit more support and also human trafficking victims that may have markings um so oh, things wow. of that nature so the program that i work for um it focuses on that demographic and basically like say even if you have like your ex-boyfriend's like you know, tattoo and like, yeah, and it, it was like a bad like relationship, <laughs> you know, and, you know, as long as folks are involved in, in school or doing some type of like community uh, programming or therapy, anything that's like self-help, um, they get the sessions for free. Oh, so nice. that's what I do right now. And what I started doing was working specifically with youth 14 to 24 Oh, and and um, as a community intervention worker, I was more like um, going into the schools and responding to um, certain referrals. Like, for example, if there was kids that were like, you know, constantly getting in trouble, you know, like um, we had a, a relationship with the principal. And when certain kids, you know, fit um, the, the, the certain profile for the clients that we serve. Mm -hmm. uh, or lived in a certain area and they needed support, whether it was with um, their parents or anything like that. They would call us, we would meet with the kids, uh, meet with their parents and offer different services that we knew were available in the community for them. Mm -hmm. And also we would try to offer some support for the parents as well with cool. whatever it is that uh, they're they were going through, right? Mm -hmm. Or what's going on, nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, do you get to share, um, and we'll touch on this too, about like any culture, any any traditions that you do or something that you've learned? Like, are you able to teach some of that to the kids or at least like open up their mind to it? Like, hey, yeah. more? Or if some of them are struggling with, I know some do struggle with identity and they don't mm -hmm. know, like I know culture is very important to a lot of people and that gives them a self-identity, like, oh, this is who I am. This is where I'm mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. that they may be struggling with go ahead yeah well see here's the thing i'll be i'll be honest with you there's like a lot of um i don't know for lack of a better word i think there's like a lot of red tape when it comes to like 
what some of the things that we can openly share with the kids, you know, because, oh, okay. you know, they don't want to feel like, or, you know, we shouldn't be like imposing certain things or like, you know, which is not like that. But in my experience, what I've seen is that just by like how you carry yourself, you know, like um, by your name or by like the artwork that you have, like in your office, you know, like I'll get like people being like, oh, so you're like into Aztec stuff and like, I'll be like, yeah, well, it's our culture, you know? And then, like, from building with them, you know, then that kind of, like, it's like, you know, the vibe attracts the tribe, you know? Like, sometimes, you know, you got to have, like, a strong spirit to be in this, you know? Because sometimes you see youth and, and families that, like, could really use certain information, certain methods, you know? But they're not ready, you know? They're, they're not mm-hmm. there, you know? But yeah. then there's there's the kids that are like just ready you know that are ready to like shadow you and follow you and like trust you with like what they're going through and they look up to you like they really do look up to you so um through the years that I've been in in service um I have I have been able to get close to you know um and I and I a decent amount of of clients based on the culture um because they're they gravitate to it and then little by little you know they start embracing different things and um you know it just kind of grows from there yeah Yeah. yeah. you're right like yeah if you have a pain and they start asking questions about it they're showing Mm -hmm. the interest in it like okay they might they're ready or they're they're curious you know Mm -hmm. and then you give them just a little bit let's see how Mm -hmm. much yeah Mm -hmm. like you said you don't want to push it on them Um, yeah Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's a- yeah, or or come off like too like you know preachy or like oh, you, know, okay. you know like because they yeah they it totally turns them off you know it's like counter effective yes. so you know you gotta oh I see I see you know yeah. you gotta ease into it yeah that's cool I like that um I have to talk to my friend that I told you that does the same thing like if he's come across the that same thing that you just how, like how you said it because I'm curious about it too because I know he is into like he's trying to learn his culture too um mm-hmm. he just first his did alter and he was trying to teach his knee so I'm gonna mm-hmm. on that with him too that's that's pretty cool um and then I also saw mm-hmm. that you had some shirts too right yeah I sold out and, and again you know like I mentioned it was like a lot have um of um housing and like having to relocate and stuff like that but i do want to bring them back this summer <laughs> you know and and not just you know the black uh, the black and white shirts but make like more products so i'm definitely working on it there's another design that i want to drop too that i'm still working on it it's um you know uh, a homage to the mushroom medicine oh, so okay. cool. so i'm still working on that but for sure sacred things is coming back this summer for sure nice okay sure. cool and um everyone can check her stuff out um so you can see what she had and that she's gonna be coming out with yeah. follow her on her instagram we'll tag her on this post we have all her information on there if you have any questions feel free to dm her she said you can you can message her um did you want to touch on anything else that i missed or like um i saw a question that came oh. in it just said uh what community so uh-huh. if, if if they're asking what community i serve is the east los angeles area um my office is located in boyle heights <laughs> and that's where we do the tattoo removal services for the community and um, anybody that would be interested in receiving those services or would like to refer anybody can also um, dm me so, I mean, the office is in, in Boyle Heights, but pretty much anybody that's willing to drive there and that's um, compliant with, you know, if they're in school or therapy, any any of the criteria, as long as they, they're cool with that and they're down to drive to Boyle Heights, oh, we, can, okay. we can accommodate. Oh, okay. So anybody can go. Like, I just thought mm-hmm. it was somebody that was in your program and that meet their the criteria yeah so it's open to the community oh okay to anybody that's doing either um counseling any type of therapy any type of uh, 12-step programming um 
community service you can volunteer at church you can volunteer at any like community um, based organization um even court ordered um community it's service, service. Oh, so okay. yeah so anybody that's um doing some type of service for the community or in some type of self-improvement program oh. they can come and yeah but the program like i mentioned earlier it does focus on prioritizing those that have the most um uh like i said um if they're human trafficking markings or like mar oh, okay. uh, things that might put them in danger you know like uh -huh. in their neighborhoods or like stuff like that mm -hmm. so we focus on on those things first. Oh, so it's okay. for that demographic in particular uh -huh. but it's open to everybody as long as they're working on something cool that's cool mm -hmm. you're giving back to the community and working there and right mm -hmm. yeah that's tight I bet you gotta be strong to be work to be working in that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You need a lot of patience, a lot of. Um, I think just mainly a lot of patience, you know, and and have a lot of like interpersonal skills because, um, I mean, especially I'm working with the. Law. Oh, I'm sorry. Go huh? ahead. No, I'm I sorry, just, go I, ahead. I was just gonna say, like, especially working with the demographic that we that we serve, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you just you know you gotta be careful you know you gotta sometimes make sure that like oh i'm scheduling this little homie today i gotta mm -hmm. make sure that i don't schedule anybody that's like rival or like oh. you know so i try to like you know those are things that work it all out yeah so those are things that like at another like cosmetic like tattoo removal place like those are things that they don't like think about you know so yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so sure here is yeah, <laughs> so, all, yeah, so here is just like a lot of little details and just uh, like patience. Sometimes you know, um, a, a client might feel like from it too familiar with you, like hey, so what's up, miss? You know, and like uh, you know, <laughs> and you gotta be like. You know, I can't let your ghetto out. You're, you know, you're, <laughs> you know, listen. We got to be professional today. We gotta yeah, we got to be professional. <laughs> you got to take a second to gather yourself and be like, um, sir, <laughs> you know, let's not go there. <laughs> you know, like, follow me, you know, and just keep it professional. But, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So um, it, it, it's a trip for sure. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, um, so you said that you're Nawal, you're Nawal and Maya. Mm -hmm. um, what have you been able to, mm, how can I say this? Um, okay, let's do this. What is something that from your culture that you can share that's like different from, from other tribes or something unique? Let's say that. Something um, it can either be food or traditions. Um, Mm. Okay, well, in Jalisco, we make these type of tamales that I haven't really seen around here. Uh -huh. They're um, tamales de ceniza. Oh. And they're made, yeah, they're made mainly with like beans and ashes and they're wrapped in um, like palm tree leaf. Mm -hmm. oh. And so, so they're kind of like in the shape of like a gordita kind of, you know, uh -huh. instead of like the long um, regular tamal shape. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I love them. You know, and what I think it they like? also, they also add like ashes to it, uh -huh. which I guess is like nutritional. So I, I couldn't oh, hear what, what you asked me because my phone vibrated, but. Oh, what does it taste like? It just tastes like frijoles. <laughs> like it just tastes like a, like. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Frijoles like, and masa? Kind of, like un pan de frijoles, kind of. Oh. Or like a, it tastes kind of like, like when you eat a bolillo with frijoles. But oh, like okay. it, but it's all in one and hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, warm. Oh, cool. Yeah. You said a uh, tamal de cenizas. Yeah. So in English is like, tamale like ashes. Ash, ash tamales. <laughs> ash tamales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I That's my, okay. No worries. I kicked my cable. That's alright. Um, that's cool. You know what I learned about Mayas is that um, they have these little dolls, and I'm I can't I can't remember it that well, but it just mm -hmm. came back to my mind recently mm -hmm. how 
these little dolls in Guatemala, they have these little dolls where they wear the traditional outfit and they're meant to protect you, if I'm correct. Do you know about um, that? Or have you yeah, I actually have some. Oh. Um, not sure where exactly, but they're, they're called, um, I forgot what they're called, but they're called worry dolls. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so the concept is that you know, it's like a little ancestor, just like, or a little spirit or whoever it is that, that you trust, you know, with, with that energy. And how I know them to be used is that you tell them like what's worrying you uh-huh. and you tell them like, you know, I don't feel good about this or, you know, you just tell them what's on your mind and then you put them back in the bag and then like, I think you sleep with them like under your pillow uh-huh. and they they take away your worry because you know you gave it to them and it's just like overnight it's supposed to like go back to the essence so um yeah i have a little baggie and yeah they're like this tiny <laughs> so they're like they're supposed to you know hold your secrets your worries and like your hopes también you know <laughs> yeah i remember my grandma used to have some and i used to think they're like oh they're just little little dolls to play with not knowing yeah. up until now like 30 years later <laughs> i don't know what they really were about i don't know mm-hmm. if my grandma used it for the same reason or she just had them like you know as mm-hmm. decoration but that's cool like now if i ever see them again I- i'm gonna be like oh i know what that is like i yeah. really know and i'm probably gonna get one or two or gift them to somebody yeah um, yeah that was pretty cool to learn that's cool um so we're almost like wrapping it up thank you so much for coming on did you have anything um did you want to finish it out with something share it with something or a message um just want to say or you can share anything else that you have going on like if if you had a website or your platforms that you have where your music is on yeah well as, as far as the music um i'm on pretty much all platforms you just gotta uh search uh the alligator or sipatri um, the Illigator is usually more refined because there's other bands named Sipakli and like other oh, like, okay. different artists. It's not spelled the same, but you know, um, similar. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, right now I'm just waiting on on the right opportunity to, to start working on a project. And the next thing that I'll be putting out there um, is actually um, like a call out for for support because. I was given the opportunity to take care of like a a big space of land um, that my family was renting to some people and they left like a bunch of trash. They stopped watering the trees. Like they left like huge rolls of carpet, like just insane, insane stuff everywhere, you know? So my focus right now is clearing the land, you know, clearing the area. And eventually I want to, make the space um, a safe space for the community where folks can can, can come and have um, small gatherings and small private events because mm-hmm. it's um, a, a big outdoor space, but still with, um, you know, the health concerns that everybody has and, and you know, also for privacy, también. Um, the space I'm hoping should be available for booking by summer. Um, okay. Yeah, so it, it's um, my vision is to for it to be a place where we can have workshops, where we can have small events, even fashion shows. Like me and my roommate were talking about, like let's have a fashion show, you know. And you know we're thinking big, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you know, first and foremost, I need to get all the trash out. I need to tend to the trees and make make it um, safe, you know, for people to come and visit. And and I think that's gonna be the next thing that I'm really gonna be focusing more than more than the music. It's gonna be the okay. The um, so you say you're gonna be putting out like you're gonna call help, like you're gonna ask for the community mm-hmm. to help you to come. Yeah, in. I think um okay. I think I'm gonna set up a GoFundMe. Um, okay. Because when you do that, let me know so I can share it. Yes, please, because actually, like the insurance came through and like they're not gonna cover shit. They already told me like they're not gonna cover like anything uh, you know that the that it only covers like certain type of water damage and they, they're just giving me like the runaround you know and they're they're not gonna they're, they might cover some of the trees that um were dehydrated and pulled out but that's probably about the only thing like 
the messed up doors, the like the trash that they left behind, like they're not gonna cover none of that. So yeah, yeah so I'm gonna yeah, need a little sure. bit of a know. hand. Let me know. Mm -hmm. and, I'll, and I'll share yeah, the information. Yeah, no thank problem. you, sister. Yeah, thank you, sister. Well, that's about it for me. I'm just really thankful, you know, to be able to share this space with you. And so dope that we did Lucky 13 because that's my, my Maya name, you know, Oshlahon. So it's like, cool. It's like a good omen, you know, so just <laughs> yeah, happy. No, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I appreciate you coming on here with us, too. Um, you got back to me right away. And I was like, yes, yeah, we got it. Yeah. And, uh, I, was, I was excited. Um, thank you for everything that you're doing for the community. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you for helping the animals out there. Um, stay safe. <laughs> Have fun with your daughter. Take care thank of her. You. Um, yes. I know what it is not to be a mom. I'm like, oh, it's so, it hits different once you have your kids. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, let me know if you ever have any questions and need help with anything. Um, I'll try to help as much as I can. Um, Definitely. Likewise. You. Likewise, and thank you to all the tribe that tuned in. Yes. Lujita, Richie, Quetzalcoa, <laughs> Porcelain Savage, all of y'all. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys oh, for tuning yeah. in. No. Okay, Sefali. Hey, Will, what's up, Will? Sefali, <laughs> <laughs> thank you again for joining us. Um, hope we can thank talk you. soon again. Um, yes, again, definitely. If you have any questions. Nice. Likewise. Hope you have a good day. Nice Likewise, hasta pronto, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. Get your thing. Here, hold them. Okay, so now that we had that great conversation, let me just show you guys real quick what's in the giveaway that I'm going to be posting after this. I'm going to have this laundry mesh bag, and then I have a couple of masks, our reusable masks that have a pocket inside, and it comes with a general medical filter. We've got this one. This gold shiny feathered one, silver, this turquoise, and they go like this. Okay, then I have a youth mask. Same thing with the pockets. And then these wristlets right here. All right, so I'll be posting that soon. Um, we do have some available on our website, oitclothing.com, and you can use the um, Discount code for 10%, the talking stick. The talking stick mm -hmm. or talking stick? Okay. Talking stick. talking stick to get 10% discount. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions, just message us. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Bye. Bye.